What's going on, guys? It's me, Stephen Bagel, a.k.a. the N.B. Bagel, your mom's favorite podcast. With me, back by popular demand, is the beautiful Alexa Kaza. Alexa, how are we doing today? I'm pretty tired today, but I love you, so I'm doing the podcast. She's been putting off doing this podcast for a week. She's had a rough week of work, and every day I said, we need to record. She said, no, I don't want to, blah, blah, blah. But in Philadelphia, there was a little bit of a panic because of Ben Simmons. And I've been a proponent of trade Ben Simmons for years now. I'm glad that everyone's starting to join me on that bandwagon. It's always been difficult for me to fully jump on that bandwagon. While I understood why why you've been fully on it, I feel like I never was because I do feel like it's difficult to find a player that's as good defensively as Ben Simmons is. And I just kept thinking, like, if he's that good, like, the offense will come and, like, the shooting will come. Like, maybe it'll come and it's just, I don't know. I'm a better shooter than him. I don't know. I've been out when I've heard coaches literally say, I don't know what we can do to get him to shoot. He just doesn't listen to us. He's not coachable. Yeah. And all these reports are coming out. Like, Stephen A. Smith, I know he's not a reputable, like, woes or anything like that. But he said, I have a a source close to the Sixers. And they basically said, he's not coachable. He doesn't get along. I'm sure you hear our dog eating in the background, so I apologize if you hear crunching. But <laughs> after she just ate all of our French fries and burgers, yeah. So there's these rumors he's uncoachable. He yeah. doesn't listen. He doesn't try to get better. And then there's a question aside from defense on the defensive end. What else has he improved in since his rookie year? Yeah. And the question is, that's the question. I mean, well, who can I answer think that? that someone who's uncoachable that's like the absolute worst thing because it's one thing that if they're trying to teach him to shoot he's working on it all the time like he's really putting an effort to get better and for some reason it's not clicking but like if they're saying like they can't even coach him and he's not listening and that like you're not a team player like to me that shows you don't even want to win why even be be an NBA player then I don't know, because Iverson wasn't coachable, and we all loved him to death. So, But he was uncoachable in a different way. He just he knew how good he was. He thought he was too good for practice. He thought... But he was good. Yeah. How good could he have been I, if he practiced? <laughs> Iverson did, well, Iverson's thing is, he already feel like I, he maxed out with his body type yeah. at 5'11", 165. How good could he possibly be? He was as good as he could possibly be. Yeah. Practicing wasn't going to make him better. Well, that's what frustrates me so much with Ben Simmons. And that he why, so until now, that I've never been able to fully be on the trade Ben Simmons bandwagon is because he's so talented and he's so young that it's like, honestly, like if he just tried shooting multiple times a game, I mean, that would make everyone happy. Of course, it'll get a little old if, like, he always is breaking the ball. But, like, just try. Just make the shot. That's all you got to do. It's not even the shooting at this point. It's just everything on the offense. You saw in the playoffs that he was, yeah. yeah. Just the (laughs) offense in general became a disaster. But it stemmed from the free throw shooting. Yeah. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! James catches, puts up the three. 
So we have a Markel Fultz situation where the player won't do anything offense, doesn't shoot, this, that, everything else. So, but I will say Markel Fultz at least tried. You could tell he was trying, and that he just forgot how to. Yes, Ben Simmons to me doesn't look like he's trying. Ben Simmons doesn't want to. Yes, so I actually have respect for Markel Fultz. That I don't know, it was a full blown mental thing. I truly think that he was trying his absolute hardest and just getting frustrated. I, ben is. I don't know. As I said, I've been all, I've been a proponent of Trey Ben Simmons for years. So it took everyone a while to join me on this island, but here we are, the boss. So this episode, we're going to be doing 29 Ben Simmons trades, where we trade Ben Simmons to every team. And yeah, you guys have seen us do this with Rudy Gobert. You've seen us do it with guys like Kevin Love. Every time a trade rumor pops up, we do 29 trades and trade that guy to each team. So Ben Simmons doing this honestly really put me in a bad fucking mood because <laughs> if they traded him six months ago... The value would have been so much better, your return for him. And just like some of these trades. That's so easy to say, Steven. I still think he's going to have trade value because it only takes one team to value him as a 24-year-old, three-time All-Star, last year All-NBA, and two-time first-team All-Defensive player. It's only going to take one team to Well, and I feel like with Ben, if he's not going to shoot him, he doesn't want to be, like, have an offensive game, whatever, you surround him with shooters, he'll be fine. He could be really successful, like you've been saying, comparing him his game to Draymond. He could be very successful if he had shooters around him. More shooters. Yeah, but it's not like he's going to be like a Giannis-type guy no. either. So, okay. Let's start with our first trade. I just basically broke it up by division, so I'm going to do East, then I'm going to do West. Let's start with our favorite team, the Boston Celtics. So, I was going to give us Al Horford back, but I said no. As much as I hate Ben Simmons, I've got that Ben Simmons and that fucking guy. And for everyone on Twitter saying that, no, you need to delete your Twitter. Like, absolutely not. We are not getting Al Horford back. Even though I like Al Horford. Yeah, but then you're just going to piss and beat off even more. Well, if they, if they were even to inquire about that type of trade, I would be like, what are you trying to do? Like, get... Embiid to leave the team. Okay. Anyway. Embiid has a place in Marty. He is not going anywhere. Yeah. He shops at Castles. He's one of us. Apparently. So here's a trade I came up with. Ben Simmons to the Boston Celtics Mm -hmm. for Marcus Smart, Tristan Thompson, and Aaron Neesmith. Don't love it. Feel like a team's going to give us more. And I don't want him going to Boston. Because now we have to play him in all our rivalry games. And, I think you know, that's, <laughs> it would be funny if you had him and Horford reunited again. And Ime Udoka coached them both in in um, Philly. On but we briefly were just talking about this when we got home. And I do think putting him next to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I think that would be really He really had to play to point guard for them because they already traded Campbell. They would get rid of Marcus Smalls. I don't think that it would work. He's such a difficult player. I, I don't think it would work perfectly there. And I don't know if the issues that they had this year were directly because of Brad Stevens, but, like, there was something up on their team. I don't know if it was the players not getting wrong, along or if it was more them and Brad Stevens, but I don't think adding Ben to that would be really smart. Well, from the Sixers aspect, you like it, hate it? 
I'd be I'd be pissed off if this was a return to Doctor Worm. I'd rather keep him oh, having no. the ability to value. I feel like we get more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Brooklyn Nets. The Nets are similar to teams like the Clippers and the Lakers. Teams who are competing, but they already acquired that big star, so they had no picks to trade left. Mm-hmm. They traded four first rounders and three pick swaps. So the Nets, the best I was able to come up with is it had to be a draft night trade. Ben Simmons to the Nets to play that Draymond role next to Kyrie, KD, and Harden. And we get Joe Harris, DeAndre Jordan, Landry Shamet, and the 27th pick. Honestly, don't hate that. I do. Well, I Joe Harris is the most – him and Seth Curry are the two most efficient shooters in the NBA. Can I tell you why I don't totally sure. hate it? Because of that. I like Joe Harris, and I know that, like, he crumbled a little bit. But I like him. A little him. bit. I know Landry Shaman has been iffy too. Landry Shaman, whatever. He's just salary filler and then you get I would do it if we had but a then, little bit more of DeAndre Jordan. Back. But the Nets, you're then giving them a fourth all-star. No, and that's why I don't like it. So then it's like, yeah, cool. You got Joe Harris and your stuff. But from the But how are you going to beat them? Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be able to beat them. So like, you're probably, you're significantly lowering your championship odds. Well, and then you're basically giving the Nets what they don't have. Yeah. Which... Defense. No. Yeah, which you don't want. So, okay. The Knicks, this one I actually like a lot. I don't know if the Knicks would do it given the success they had this year, but figure, A, they need to get a second star somehow, and they the way Jules Randle played in the playoffs. I know Ben Simmons also crumbled in the playoffs, but Jules Randle shows he can't be the guy. But figure the Knicks just, like, take a chance on him yeah. like they did on Julius Randle. Yeah. So the Knicks, I have Kevin Knox... Emmanuel quickly, who just made all rookie second team, and RJ Barrett. Now, I like it, but this thing with the Sixers is they need a win now. So they need more of a win now piece. Not guys that could be good years down the line I'm when it still, beats 30 years old and his knees give out. I'm still not sold by RJ Barrett. We've talked about him before on the pod, too. I don't, I don't know. I think it's going to be doing for Ben Simmons. I just don't think it's what the Sixers should be looking for. Sixers need to acquire another all-star or a little bit less player and other stuff in order to compensate. They're in win-now mode. They're a top four team in the league. So, Daryl Morey said the other day, um, 25 to 26 teams would love to be in opposition. At first I was like, yeah, he's full of shit. No way. But then I looked at it, I'm like, no, six is better, better off than them, than them, than them, than them. And there was really only four or five teams I was able to think of. He was like, yeah, we all 25, 26. Teams would want to be in opposition. Yeah. The only ones I could really think of would be like the Bucs. Even the Bucs don't have any picks from Drew Holiday trade, so I don't know. The Suns. Um, what do you think about the like the Pelicans? I don't know because like they're not winning now, and we are. Mm-hmm. But they have so many picks and Zion. Same thing with the Mavs. So. I don't know, but then the maps have Chris I mean, it depends. Either it's, either way, it depends what you're looking for. But yeah, either way, that. either way, the Sixers are still well off more than any anybody else, given that you know the Ben Simmons situation. Yeah. Okay, Toronto. I have two trades. The first one is the obvious one: the signing trade for Kyle Lowry. I think we're getting Kyle Lowry regardless, without including Ben Simmons. So is your second trade Siakam. putting that aside? My second trade would be Ben Simmons for Siakam. Two guys who never should have made All NBA last year. That overachieved, got paid huge money from the same draft class on huge extensions. How do you feel about Siakam with Embiid? The Cameroonian connection. Um, I mean, he's a better fit than Ben is. He can shoot. 
He's still as versatile on defense as Ben is. Ben's a better defender overall. He's better on guards, but like Siakam could. You still have three of what the top fifteen defenders in the NBA with Embiid, Matisse, and Siakam. So it doesn't kill your defense. It probably improves your offense because Siakam can shoot. You just need to get another ball handler. So imagine if we flip Siakam for Ben, and then we still get Kyle Lowry and Lasantre anyway, and him and Siakam stay together as teammates. Yeah. So I think we're getting Kyle Lowry regardless, and it would pro- probably have to be a double signing trade where Danny Green and George Hill. Would they do go- that? Would who do that? Toronto. We'd have to give them either sh- probably Shake Milton or first round pick. Because at this point we're not giving at this point we're not giving him Matisse or Max. That's the trade I've been saying they're doing. Kyle Lowry's walking anyway, so why wouldn't they take Shake Milton on him in for two years and a first round pick? No, I'm saying Siakam. Oh, the, I don't think they do Siakam. I don't think they would either. That's why I asked you that. I thought you were talking about the Kyle Lowry signing. No, they're like, like, Lowry. Yeah, no, yeah, obviously they do that. So I don't know. Maybe they do. Siakam had a bad year this year, but he he turned it around at the end of the year. So and. Who's younger? I guess Siakam's probably about a year younger than Ben. I don't, well, I don't, I, know. I don't think No, because Siakam graduated. So, no, Siakam, they're about the same age. So. I don't think that's worth it for them. The Bulls. Here's the one that everyone's been talking about. Al Camino and Zach Levine for Ben Simmons. I like that. Now, how much better does this make the Sixers? Zach Levine averaged 27 points a game this year. He... Isn't a great ball handler, so you still need a playmaker alongside of him. But Sixers for years haven't had a guard who could play on the perimeter, shoot, dribble, do guard things. And Kyle Lowry. Yeah, of course. But Zach Levine and then Alfred Camino is eating as ten million dollars next year for salary purposes for Ben Simmons. The idea of Zach Levine on the team makes me very excited. And Zach Levine, when there was speculation last year from coming here, I wasn't really excited, but he was damn good this year. And Zach Levine, he ended up making the All-Star team, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, I want to make sure. That seems so long ago, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like he's been stuck there, and I've been saying for so long, he is a phenomenal player, but he needs to be on a different team. Well, he was- Like, he is wasting away on that team, and like, just the idea of him coming on the team like the team like the Sixers. He's never made the playoffs. He's not playing a playoff game. Here's the thing that's going to come down to for Zach Levine. He's an expiring contract, so he's a free agent after next year. Yeah. They're going to offer him a contract extension. They're going to say, look, we just got you Vucevic. I don't think he's going to care. Okay. So then that brings up my points. If he turns down a contract extension, they're going to say, shit, we're going to lose him for nothing. Ben Simmons has four more years on his deal. Yeah. We lock in another all-star. Which is why if I'm Zach Levine and if I'm Zach Levine's agent, I'm going to have a discussion together and say, is Vucevic really going to make us win? I mean, uh, the point is it was way better than what they had. But look at all the other teams that are out there. Apparently the Hawks are going to win it all. The Bucks, the Nets, the the Lakers, the Suns, like the... Like, all the every team's so much better than I feel like them. And, like, what's the point when you could just go to a different team and have a really good chance of winning? Well, here's the thing. If Zach Levine doesn't guarantee that he's going to come to Philly or he's going to sign an extension, do you still do the trade a la Jimmy Butler and hope that he signs at the end of the year? Or do you say, no, we're giving you four years of Ben Simmons, we need a contract extension done? I, you might have to take the shot. I I want to say I would take the shot if I. But if you lost, you're. No, no, no. Fucked. If I knew 
we had Kyle Lowry coming too. Because I feel like if you're doing that, if you have Kyle Lowry and be Or Daryl knows at this point he's Kyle Lowry. But if you have all them, you're you have to win. You have to win that year. And it's just I And you figure that's enough talent that Zach Levine says I'd be dumb to leave the situation every summer. But yeah. So I would say if Kyle Lowry is on the team, I would be more willing to risk it. But I think if not, it's like very risky. Here's another one I actually like. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they just got the number three pick in the draft. No secret, they're probably going to take Jalen Green or Jalen Suggs, which means they'll have to move either Darius or Con Sexton. Con Sexton's due for the rookie extension, so it seems like he's the odd man out. Yeah. Con Sexton, and a lot of people saying, oh, Kevin Love and Con Sexton, we're not taking Kevin Love's contract. No. Colin Sexton, Colin Sexton, Tori and Prince, and Larry Nance Jr. I love Tori and Prince. Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance Jr. was probably the best guy on the Cavs this year. Colin Sexton still averaged 25 points a game. I know they're empty stats, but he can show he's a god who can score, which is something the Sixers haven't had. They won't have any playmakers because Colin Sexton's not, not that. So, again, you have to hope you either sign a point guard or you get a Kyle Lowry type this summer to fill that void. I like that trade. I like it too. And then Cleveland gets Ben Simmons to pair with the number three pick and Darius Collins. I, I think that's a win-win for both teams. And that's coming, I like that. That's coming from someone who doesn't love Colin Sexton. Yeah, I don't either, but I really like that. The Detroit Pistons, number one pick for – no, I'm kidding. We're not getting the number one pick for Ben Simmons. <laughs> Jeremy Green and Corey Joseph. Don't like it. That's so Jeremy, Jeremy Grant's average, what, 24 points a game this year. But, again, empty stats. He was the best player on his team. We know what he is. We saw what he is. He's a versatile defender. He's a great help defender on defense. So you don't lose all that defense with Ben, but no, right? I don't have much more to say about it. That one's terrible. Okay. Here's another one I like. The Pacers. Malcolm Brogdon and TJ Warren. And this is a popular one on Sixers Twitter. I don't know if the Pacers would do it because... They already have Milestone or Answer Bonus playing next to each other. Do they really want Ben Simmons too and have those three big men? I know Ben could play point guard kind Unless of. Unless they have plans to make Ben. They have to anticipate Ben playing point guard because they're trading Trogdon. Or and getting rid of Miles Turner or Sabonis. Well, if they began with Milestone, they're not getting rid of Sabonis. I know. But. but I feel like that's what they'd have to do. They can't have the three of them. Honestly, if they were to get Ben Simmons, maybe they do move Sabonis because Miles Turner lives at the three-point line anyway. So then you, you put Ben in the dunker spot. But, yeah, there's a lot of speculation Brogdon and TJ Wallen for Ben. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yes. Okay. So we're on the same boat there. But what about TJ McConnell? TJ McConnell's going to get paid this year. Sixers can't afford him. I don't think Indiana could afford him either. The Bucks, I think, are the only one on here that I said there's just no trade to be made. They have no picks. They're not giving Holiday, Middleton, or Giannis for him. There's no salary <laughs> matching. It's impossible to get a deal done. At least a two-team trade. Three-team, four-team, five-team, anything's possible. Yeah. But I don't see that. The Hawks. So I don't think the Hawks are going to want him after seeing how bad he played against them. I agree. But maybe they said. Ben would be great next to Trey Young, though. Maybe they say, hey, we knew how to stop him. We'll know how to fix him type thing. Yeah. Bogdan Bogdanovich, Danilo Gallinari, both who were under contract for three more years because they just signed deals. And Cam Reddish. I don't think the Hawks are giving that much. 
They've made such a good run, but they have so much depth. They made this playoff run without DeAndre Hunter, so you're adding another guy in the mix. They made this run without Cam Reddish as well. That's another. That's two more guys in the mix that you didn't have that you need five minutes for. They need to consolidate this depth. They're terrible on defense. You put Ben next to Trey to make up for Trey and Lou Will's efficiencies, assuming they resign Lou Will. Then you have Capella at center to pair with Simmons on defense. But then there's the same issue. You have Capella and Simmons on offense, both of who can't shoot. It could get ugly. I don't have much to say on that because I don't think it would ever happen. But if the Hawks did, if we did that trade and got bogged in Gallinari and Cam Reddish, I think I'd be content with this. I don't think I would. I the, don't like Gallinari. The Hornets, there really wasn't much to be made. Maybe they'll do like Terry Rozier and someone, like Miles Bridges or PJ Washington. I think that'd be wishful thinking if we got both of them. So I just settled on Gordon Hayward and like a second round pick or something. Bye. So yeah. Miami Heat. Goran Dragic and a Duncan Robinson sign and trade. But Jimmy's not going to want to play with Ben. <laughs> Jimmy, like, Jimmy I had two left. thoughts go through my head. One was, is Dragic still playing well? He's okay this year. He's, like, going, he's going to get up there on age. Okay, that was my first thought. My second, but he's on expiring contract, so I have just My second thought was Jimmy Butler is going to say, absolutely not. Jimmy Butler helped build that team. <laughs> he would say, no way. Yeah. Ben Simmons for Jimmy Butler. Hmm. And Duncan Robinson. I mean, then Sally's John Rock. Someone else. Going George Hill and Tolliver. Yeah. Orlando Magic. Then you make him be happy. I think Jimmy Butler would like it here they're, again. They're not giving up Jimmy Butler for Ben Simmons. Jimmy's Butler's value is so much higher than Ben Simmons right now. But the Heat, he's old. The Heat are known for developing guys, fixing guys. And he's also old. I don't know. I, I don't know, Steven. You say and then you have Ben next to Bam. Both can't shoot. Yeah, that won't be good. Well, Bam, I guess, at least about to mid-range this year. So he yeah, but that still wouldn't be pretty. <clears throat> no, but then you have Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, your shooters around them. Which I got a report today that said Tyler Hero, there's a 75% chance to trade him this offseason. I know he was bad and he went all Hollywood on them this year, but, like, I'm not trading him unless I'm getting, like... I think... Gonna, I would do that. I do. I'm just going to start making rumors about NBA players. I think he was partying a lot this year. I really do. Jack Hollow made a song about him and got in his head. I he think, started dating an Instagram model. And- I think that the big issues they had this year is they were in Miami. That's where COVID was like the biggest thing. And I could see Jimmy Butler being a person that's like very into COVID, all the safety protocols. I mean, you see how he is. Like, he seems like he just listens to everything. And I could see Tyler here walking in hungover, no mask on, and then pissing off Jimmy Butler, and I don't think they want to deal with that. It's disrespectful, too. No one wants to deal with the play. Yeah, especially the Heat established the Heat I don't culture. know this for a fact, so Tyler Hero, if you would like to come on the pod and explain yourself, go for it. But I think he's partying. I don't want that problem. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I would love to have him on our Orlando team. Orlando Magic. People seriously want Markel Fultz back. So not only want Al Horford back, people are talking about bringing back Markel Fultz. Coming off a torn ACL. And people mentioned Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac. You think Orlando <laughs> is giving up Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz for Ben Simmons? Because there's no way in hell they will. But Why do we want that aside, the Orlando Magic, they value guys that are long, that play defense, 
that are disciplined on the courts, which Ben, obviously, on the defensive end is on offense, he isn't. He fits what the Magic look for in guys. Best I was able to come up with was Gary, Gary Harris, expiring contract, Terrence Ross, and a first-round pick. No. So basically, you're banking on that Magic pick being bad next year and being a top-ten pick. But again, six need to acquire win-now pieces, not no. picks. Two. Yes. Okay. Washington Wizards, I have two. The first one's obviously a Bradley Beal trade. Love it. I think it's time. I think this is the year Bradley Beal request to trade this summer. People, someone on Twitter that I saw said, oh, it's a win-win at the Sixers and Wizards swap Westbrook for Simmons. I was like, you think that's a win-win? That is a fucking lose-lose if I've ever seen one. So I have Ben Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, or Matisse Thibel, and a first for Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Obviously, be this so this has good. been the dream for years. Bradley Beal's another one like Zach Levine. Just like the thought of having them on our team makes me. So How many people, excited. aside from the Sixers, have a better package for Bradley Beal? I would say OKC aside because they're rebuilding and they're Which not going to. I wouldn't want. even include. I wouldn't even include them because I don't. Okay, think they want then unless they're flipping him. There's two teams that come to mind. No, there's three teams that come to mind. Three teams that could beat it. Golden State has a 7th pick, 14th pick, James Wiseman, and Wiggins to salary match. The Knicks, who have quickly Barrett, they have the Mavs picks from the Kristaps trade and all their own picks. And the Pelicans, he'd be a great fit next to Zion and Ingram. And they have a shit ton of picks. What about the Trailblazers? What do they have? Same. Yeah, that's treating your trash for my tra- trash. For trash. trash? You know what I mean? Oh my god, we are trashing Tyler Hero. We just called Lillard and But no, but like, <laughs> but like that, what does that trade accomplish? Dame wants out, he wants to go to a winner, he's not going to go to Washington. Yeah. And Beal wants to win, he's not going to go to Portland. Yeah. So if if those guys don't win in those situations, they're not, they're not going to win. Washington would be better because Dame's a better player than Beal, but like, they're not going to. Yeah, they wouldn't want to do it. So. I think there's, unless Golden State, the Knicks, or the Pelicans pony up for Bradley Beal, I think Sixers have a legit shot. But anyway. Well, like, we've wanted him for so long. Yeah, but the, he hasn't requested a trade. He hasn't, he signed an extension, if anything, but now his contract's up again. Listen, Bradley Beal, we're not far from D.C. I'll drive you there. Okay. Less traffic in Philly. And then my other Washington trade, which I hate. Davis Bertans, Thomas Bryant, so you get that stretch big next to Embiid, Embiid's backup center, Thomas Bryant, Denis Avia, and then Chandler Hutchinson. I like that. Yeah, but like that team's not going to win you a championship. You have Davis Bertans for three years, $50 million. So you have a Tim on a terrible contract. They don't know the contracts. Like you do. So... I don't, that seems not winning your championship. You're starting, I like that. I like the other trades that you said better, but I'm not going to say I dislike it. But if that was a return the Sixers got, you wouldn't be pissed off. No. I mean, I, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be happy, but, like, I just want Ben Simmons to go away. Okay, so that I could, just want Ben Simmons away. Yeah, but there's a point where you got to get value for him, positive value. You can't treat him as a negative asset because then you know – your team's not going anywhere next year without him because 
then you have you get shit for him. Ben you know, Simmons, like he obviously knows that there's trade talks about him, unless he's stupid too. I mean, that Woj reported that at the combine they sat down. He doesn't take me as a dumb person. Like, do you think he's in a spot where he's like begging the team for him to stay, or do you think he's like I don't really care? When they sat him down, do when they sat him down and said you're about to go to Houston. He said, I want to stay here. I don't want to go to Houston. But that's because he don't want to go to a fucking rebuilding team. I think he wants to go to, like, the Lakers. Or or if we trade for Zach Levine, I think he'd be content in Chicago. If we trade him to Miami, he'd be fine. Jimmy aside, I'm talking about just, like, lifestyle and um, living-wise. I He wants to go to L.A. Okay, well, L.A. He's going to end up there somehow. Well, he's not going to end up there for four years. Because he's on a contract for four more years, and I can't imagine. I think he'd like the Knicks. The new Knicks. Yeah, Tibbs is a very. Could see him living in New York. He was there with Kendall. Yeah, Ooh. and on that note, let's go to the West. And we are back to discuss the Western Conference. So, without further ado, the Dallas Mavericks. People seriously also want to trade Ben for Kristaps. Which, no. absolutely not. No. He's, that's probably the worst contract in the NBA. I would, that is one, I know I just <laughs> said I just want Ben to be gone. I do not want Chris Stops on our team. Absolutely not. Here's the best I was able to come up with. Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber, Dorian Finney-Smith, and our beloved Tyrell Terry, who we were supposed to draft over Maxi, and then Maxi fell to us. So, no, mm-hmm. I don't think it's enough. No. Next. Houston Rockets, who could have had been for James Harden, but didn't want to give it to Daryl Morey and turned down a significantly better offer for a worse offer. I don't think they're going to trade with us still. I still don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, but now they're not giving Daryl James Harden. Now they're getting the best player in the deal. I know, but I just, I don't know. They seem very Well, this is another one that's not going to happen. I have Eric Gordon, DJ Augustine, Denoel House, and some pick. Houston's not going to give up a first-round pick. At least not one of their own. How long have they been making trade predictions for, like, Eric Gordon's comes to the Sixers? Yeah, now he's, like, 34 years old. <laughs> like, now I feel like it's been forever. Now it's like, oh, he's on the trade. He's in the trade. Next. Memphis Grizzlies. Your which team. I would love watching Ben next to John Moran's. Mm-hmm. But they have Jan Jackson Jr., they have Brandon Clark, and they have Valanciunas. I don't see any room for Ben Simmons, though. So I don't think they gave up a whole slew of guys to him. It'd be Kyle Anderson, DeAnthony Melton, Tyus Jones, and a first. Return's not terrible, but like depth isn't what you need. You need another star. Uh-huh. No. So I feel like that's the thing. A lot of teams want to trade your star player out of conference. It's still going to have to trade him in the East because East has a better offers. Yeah. So so, yeah, I mean, we just and they can't be afraid to go against Ben. Like the Rockets are afraid to go against Harden. Like it's Ben Simmons. Clearly, oh my God, you know his weaknesses. Next year, what if he's doing hack of Ben? <laughs> would love to do that. Hopefully, for his sake, they're not doing anything. Figures it oh, out. Oh, I hope not. I would. I mean, I don't want him to fail, but I also don't want him to be like shitting on us every game that we play him either. Pelicans. He's just like splashing threes in our faces. Pelicans, it would be Eric Bledsoe, terrible contract. Okay. But you also do a sign trade for Lonzo Ball. So you get a legit point guard, and you have to eat Bledsoe next year, and then I think it's female guaranteed after next year. So you really only have Bledsoe next year. But you get Lonzo. I like the idea of it. I don't think it'll happen. 
I mean, if Lonzo says, yeah, I'll come to Philly, then it's a and trade, then it's done, and then he goes to the Pelicans. But then you have Ben and Zion next to each other. Yeah. And Steven Adams right now until they get rid of him. So there's no I way the Pelicans are I Lonzo's going to want to come here. I think he wants to get the fuck out of them. I think he does, but I think knowing that he could. He's going to go to the Knicks or the Bulls. Lonzo. Yeah, he's not going to come here. Next. Two for the Spurs. Two. The first one, which is another one I've been seeing online and on Twitter, on Sixers Twitter, signing trade for DeMar DeRozan, which I don't love, but him and Kyle Lowry were best friends, so it increased your chances of getting Kyle Lowry here. And, like, again, we just need guards who can score and do stuff on the perimeter. DeRozan, while he doesn't shoot threes, he has the best mid-range game in the NBA. You get Lowry, he's the one who shoots threes. But again, they're both older. DeRose is 31 and Larry's 36 or 35. So, like, Would how it long? just be that straight up? What else are you getting for Ben Simmons? Yes. No, I just. DeRose like... for Ben. He's old. But it might increase our chances at a championship if you get DeRose and Larry. I know. But, like, does it, though? Because I feel like we're just like. With how so bad Ben Simmons was Harrison in the playoffs. Last in like the playoffs with like DeRozan, Lara. I feel like Embiid would get tired. It's just like a lot of old dudes and Embiid. This is, I told you, it, it literally depressed me doing these trades because I don't know what else I'm getting for Ben Simmons. You need to pray the Bulls will do it for Zach Levine. Otherwise, this is what we're dealing with. The other Spurs trade I actually like a lot. I think I'm actually giving the Sixers too much. DeJounte Murray and Derek White. I like that. Yeah, it's two guards that can both operate in the perimeter. They're both great great defenders. Can both shoot a little bit, can both handle, can both pass. There's no way the Spurs are getting both. I think Spurs would do one of them with, like, Devin Vassell in the 12th pick or something like that, which I'd also do. But if we got both of them. How are they going to feel with Ben Simmons with DeRozan? Well, Drew's is a free agent. They might not even sign him. Okay. They might just say, okay, Ben Simmons is our all-star we're building around, and then go from there. I do think that would be a good organization, too. Yeah, in. I agree. So, I don't know if they give us both DeJounte Murray and Derek White. Maybe they give us one of them plus Lonnie Walker plus the 12th pick. Like Lonnie Walker. So, boy. that's so far the best trade in the West. Either DeRozan or... DeJounte Murray or Derek I understand DeRozan. I get it. And you are right that, like, it would be another just, like, you got to win with this team. But DeRozan, if you're going out to Ben Simmons, DeRozan is one of the few players that could keep you competitive that you could trade Ben Poole. And, again, it's a sign trade, so you have to assume DeRozan's going to want to come here. Almost, I would rather just keep Ben than trade for DeRozan. I think they might end up keeping Ben until next year's trade deadline to rehabilitate Like, there's really a part of me that I think I'd rather just keep him than get DeRozan. Because I feel like... I just think after Dr. Rivers' comments and saying he doesn't know Ben could be a point guard on the championship team, and... And Bede's. And Bede's comments saying, I knew once he passed up a wide-open lineup or a missed free throw that the season was over... Those comments, like... But I also think those And B's going to... If we don't trade Ben Simmons, and B is going to be close to trade. But I also do feel like those were comments that were made right after that loss when everyone was pissed. And everyone was pissed at Ben. We lost because of Ben Simmons. So, it's... 
Like, yes, they were upset, and yes, it was his fault, but I also feel like if Ben, like, is actually showing that he's working on his game and showing improvement, then, like, I don't know. Things could be fixed. <laughs> I don't think they will you're, be. You're um, optimistic on that. No, I'm is. saying on, like, the back end, like, with the team. Like, I don't think it's, like, a dead I set. I think he's drained his course. I think it's done. I don't I think, think it's a dead set thing that Embiid leaves if Ben's there, but I don't think it's a way to keep Embiid happy, which, since Daryl Morey's been with the team, it seems like that's all Daryl Morey's been doing, trying to keep Embiid happy. Well, the Denver Nuggets, so let's make Embiid happy, Aaron Gordon and Will Bolden. We could do a lot worse. Oh, my God. But then you have Ben, probably as a primary playmaker with Jamal Murray out for the year. Then you have Ben, Jamal Murray, when he comes back, Michael Porter Jr., and Jokic all under contract. It's a bit scary. I like that for Denver a lot. Yeah. And I kind of like it for the Sixers. But I, you would need Will Barton to opt into his deal, his $14 million player option, and then you get Aaron Gordon. So I don't know. I again, like that again, we have no playmakers. You wouldn't have a point guard. You need to depend on Maxi to be a point guard next year. But hey, the way Maxi was playing and how he held his own in the playoffs, I I'm confident with that. I really Minnesota. Am. A lot of people are talking about Ben playing peacemaker with cats as teammates in Minnesota. D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley. No. I don't like D'Angelo Russell, but if you're getting Malik Beasley on top of Malik Beasley, average twenty points a game this year. D- D'Angelo Russell after 20 points a game, you're getting two guards who can score. I don't like we don't have guards. Russell. I don't care. We don't have guards who can score. You're getting two guards that can score. I just think you do I a hell of a lot worse. I think he's overrated. I don't like him. He is overrated, but you could do way worse, I think. I didn't like him when he did we talk about this before? Did we talk about that for him? I don't remember. Who were we talking about? Was it just getting deals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. He had like one good year and then he sucks. Then, how do you feel about OKC flipping to Kemba and two first round picks? Not OKC's own first, but OKC has so many firsts from decent teams that I don't know. Let's what say, teams do you think it would be in when? <sighs> Sorry. If I'm being honest, let's talk about it and I'll look it up because they have 34 picks in the next seven drinks. <laughs> I know they have a few of Houston's from the Westbrook trade. I know they have. Um, they have the Celtics six. You don't like the exact ones. I'm just okay, saying, let's what say. What do you think? Like he's worth? I think two. Well, I said two first because. But Kemba's also like broke. I said two so first because it's one first for taking on Kemba's contract, and one first to just hit that home run. Bryce Harper. There we go. So Doesn't who cares? Matter. They're gonna blow the game, <laughs> but. Okay, so let's say it is. They have so many fucking picks. Miami's 2026, the 16th pick in this draft, and Kemba Walker. You're taking. You're taking. You're giving a pick to the Sixers for taking Kemba's contract, and you're giving a first for Ben Simmons. Basically, that's why I put in two first. Kemba has two I, years, $73 million. I really like the idea of Kemba on the Sixers and playing with, like, MB. Yeah, but that's guys. assuming he plays. Yeah. Yeah, that's, why do you think I said I like the idea of it? 
But like he could idea. shoot, he could dribble, he could pass. He does everything that we He's need. He's so perfect for what we need, but he has to play. And then OKC, Zach Lowe reported today that they might trade SGA, although exploring trades for SGA, because he doesn't fit their timeline because he's yeah. 21, he's too old. But so Ben Simmons at 24 is way too old. But they would have to flip him. Yeah, I mean, they, or, they'd be getting a they, great asset. Or they take Ben Kemba. Simmons' fi- figure, he's another asset, have him play really well with that team, figuring, like, they don't really care, and then flip him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't love it because Kemba Walker so broken that they just had to trade a first with Al, a first with Kemba to get Al Horford just to get off his contract. But Kemba really is like an ideal player to have on the Sixers. It's such a bad contract. A non that might be aside from Kristaps, that might be the worst contract in the league now. But it's only two more years, so like next year and following, then you're done. We just need Ben Simmons to be on a contract like for four not years. Not as broken. Portland. There's a lot of speculation. So. In Vegas, Portland is the betting favorite to land Ben Simmons. The speculation is CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum doesn't hurt us, but he's not going to put us over the edge either. So, like, and then assuming you do get Kyle Lowry, you have two small guards. Both can't really defend. I mean, CJ McCollum's already about to be 30 years old. So, like, do we really want him for Ben Simmons? I feel like he's, like, the same type of rank as, like, DeRozan. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I, I, Feel like they would benefit the team, but I also feel like I would rather just keep Ben and hold out. I think I'd rather have CJ McCollum than DeRozan. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. He definitely helps us more than DeRozan does. Because he could at least be a point guard position. DeRozan yeah. can't. But DeRozan probably gets Kyle Lowry, and that's probably the caveat yeah. to him doing a signing trade here. He knows Kyle Lowry's going to come in on a signing trade, so he says, "Fine, I'll sign and trade, so you guys can trade for Ben Simmons." So, I don't know. And then the other Portland trade I have. But also the Kyle Lowry thing could be done, and then we could be doing something else that doesn't. I think at this point, Dow knows if Kyle Lowry's coming here or not. I think and I think he knew that by the trade deadline, which is why he didn't give up so much to the I think so, too. So, he probably says, okay, fuck you. Why am I going to give you a first-round pick for Kyle Lowry? Why not I'm going to get him this summer? Yep. And they probably said, because you want to win the championship this year. And then it shows maybe if we did give up that first-round pick, Maybe we wouldn't be sitting at home right now, and Embiid wouldn't be shopping in fucking castles. <laughs> but that's just a thought. Yeah, but then Ben Simmons would still be on our team. The other Portland trade I have... He is still on our The team. other Portland trade I have is obviously Damian Lillard, which is everyone's dream. Ah, oh, I want him on our team so bad! It'd have to be Ben Simmons, Matisse Thibel, Tyrese Maxey, and two firsts. And again, same thing we said with Beal. I don't know how many teams could offer a better package than we could. How many people could have seen that? So I got excited for Zach Levine and Bradley Beal. Damian Lillard, I would do anything for. Anything. Yeah. Honestly. Imagine having Damian and Beal. If the Sixers came to me and they're like, just like chop off your toe for a game, I'd be like, okay, let's do it. Ben Simmons and Alexa's toes <laughs> for Dame. <laughs> well. I would do any. I seriously, like. But would you give up that mosh? I just asked you this a few minutes ago. You don't want to do Ben, Maxi, and Thibault, and the picks. You said you give one of Maxi. You give up both of them. But Ben, at this point, is a really positive asset. So you're getting a neutral asset. But he is a positive asset. You're talking about him as if he's. I understand offensively. Four years, $150 million for a guy who wants you to lay up and shoots 32% of free throw line. But he's so good defensively. Which Pullman needs. So good. Which Pullman needs. Pullman needs a bad. Can you play that up? 
Utah. Sign a trade for Mike Conley. No. I think too old. I think at that point I'd rather have CJ McCollum. I like my, my Conley. I like my Conley too, but I'd I think. I'd love to see him in a Sixers jersey, but no. Not for Ben. Especially the contract he's with. If he gets like three years, 100 million, he'll close to it. No, Chris Paul's going to get three years, 100 million. My contract going to get about three years, 80 million. But even so, that's too much money. Or from Utah, Bojo Bogdanovich, and then one of either Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, or Royce O'Neal. It worked for Utah, it worked for us. They had the best mm-hmm. record in the NBA. I know they flopped in the playoffs, but Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell were both hurt when they got bounced. Do you think they would do that? The Jazz? Well, then they have Gobert and Simmons, just an ugly fit. But they need the defend, defense bad. And then they probably, Mike Conley's probably going to be signed there. So then figure you have Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, Gobert. And then either Ingles or O'Neal on your starting five, whichever one we don't take. And then clocks are coming off the bench, assuming we take like Ingles or something. Yeah, that's a good squad. I... So the Jazz are still good with Ben Simmons. And then we get two guys. We get Bojan Bogdanovic, who, you know, he can shoot. He can defend a little bit. He's like a poor man, Tobias Harris, to play with Tobias Harris. Yeah, that's fine. And then you're getting on top of it, Ingles, O'Neal, or Clarkson to come off the bench. I like that. I don't really think they're going to be changing their team too much. Oh, I don't know. You do? They lost back-to-back games to get eliminated by the Clippers without Kawhi. I, I After know. having the best record in the NBA. I don't know. I, I still think they have the best record in the NBA. I don't think they're going to be doing too much. Golden State to Andrew Wiggins. Or Golden State for mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins and the seventh pick. Don't love it. Don't hate it. Wiggins has shown this year on Golden State that in a system he could play a role. I and be a little bit more efficient. Yeah. And he's improved greatly on defense. That's what I was impressed by. So, and then what? you're getting the seventh pick on top of it. You could get like a Jalen Johnson or Josh Giddy type guy like, to develop for long term. Watching him play, it just looks like he doesn't always know what's going on. But like, which like, I don't know why, but he looked like he actually took steps forward. But, on that team. but flipping Wiggins for flipping Ben for Wiggins isn't winning a championship next year either. So I know you're getting the seventh pick, but like no, then you probably have to flip the seventh pick for something else. Oh, but I'd like to see that on Golden State. Yeah, but him and Draymond would be so repetitive with each other. Yeah, but then you're just basically sliding Draymond out. What do you mean sliding Draymond out? Like you'll move him out. They're not trading Draymond. They need to. No one's gonna want Draymond's contract because Draymond does such. Draymond, I've views on any other team wouldn't be Draymond. It's because of how he fits the Golden State system. Maybe now, because teams figured out how to use him. Mm-hmm. But that's the issue with Ben Simmons. Or Ben Simmons didn't work for the Sixers, because he's not in the great system. If Ben Simmons went to Golden State and played that Draymond role, like he could for Brooklyn or play for Golden State. Like the Nuggets. You could do like Draymond on Miami, but then you have my, but then you have Bam, like Jimmy, and Draymond all on shoes. That's why I was thinking the Nuggets. But obviously, I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't be out there. No, because him and Joker are both be fighting for the ball. You have two big men who both owe you point guards. Yeah, but at least Draymond could pass it out to Joe Yes. I don't love it. But Andrew Wiggins doesn't help you win a championship. Make sure you have to put the seventh pick for something else on yeah. top of this. Yeah. Like, I'd rather do the Utah trade because Bojan Bogdanovich is better than Wiggins, and you're getting one of those guys to come off the bench. There's just, like, better options out there. And there's a lot of speculation. Stephen A. Smith said today on first take that he heard Ben is going to be a goal saving warrior. So unless you're getting Clay Thompson or Steph Curry, you're going to be getting. See, I Andrew think Wiggins that though. I feel like sending him out to 
California is exactly what Ben Simmons wants. I want to send him to the fucking last show he wants. Yes. Or send him to Toronto. Send him on the fucking country. Like, dispose with Kawhi. Or you know what? They doesn't pay we'll tax. take the hit. We'll, we'll send him to the Timberwolves. We'll get D'Angelo Russell. I don't think he gets along with Cat anymore. Go there. Bye. Have fun. Send him to the Suns, man. You play with Devin Booker, who stole his bitch. True. We'll take Dario back. Yeah. Speaking of. Dario's going to get rid. Well, in that division now, final division. Well, the, the Suns. The Clippers. Jesus fucking Christ. Clippers have nothing to give because they traded everything for Paul George. They have no picks, nothing. Two of Marcus Smart, or no, Marcus, Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, Billy. Luke Kennard, Pat Beverly. So two of them, plus Hubbard. <laughs> Next. Lakers, I don't totally hate it. They don't have any picks to give, similar to the Clippers and the um, Nets. Kuzma. Okay. Contagious Caldwell Pope. Okay. And Marcus All. I don't like that. It's either. not winning you a championship, but like, it might be better than getting Andrew Wiggins in the seventh. Yeah. For the next year, at least. I've said rather Wiggins seventh long term. Marcus All coming off the bench for me. Well, Marcus All didn't even play once they signed Drummond. He was the third behind Marcus Harrell. Like, yeah, sure. So Marcus Saul's your backup center. Marcus Saul's a backup center. You have Kuzma and Tobias as your forwards. And then Contavious Caldwell Pope and then whatever point. And Maxi, I guess. I like with Seth Curry again. coming off the bench. I kind of like that. And then Ben's on the Lakers with LeBron like he wants. That's why I don't like. The Suns. <laughs> The Suns have Jamison Crowder. Oh, Jamison Crowder. He's an NFL player. Jay Crowder. Dar- Which has also been in trade talks for years. Who? Jay Crowder. He just signed the issue. No, I'm saying he's going to be a Sixer. He's going to be a Sixer. He's going to be a Sixer. Jay Crowder. Dario Saric. Dario! Jalen Smith. Javon Carter. And the 29th pick with Ben Simmons. But, like, alongside De- Kendall Jenner aside, <laughs> Devin Booker can't be my NBA podcast, so I'm a fucking Kendall Jenner. Kendall She's Jenner aside, you have Chris Paul, Ben Simmons, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Aiden, and Mikael Bridges as a starting it's five. It's a good squad. Yeah. And so I win it all this year without Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons, I think Chris Paul playing alongside him would actually work. Yeah. So... I know, but I like, from the Sixers' point of view, no, it's not enough. No, but I like that for the Suns. Yeah. I'd be pushing for that if I'm them. But I don't think their star player on a star team now, Devin Booker, would be happy with that. Yeah. And then the last trade, they can't be the dumb fucking Suns anymore because – But also, after, doesn't go to his game. She went to Ben's game. After – yeah, because Ben's dick game's better. Allegedly. I wouldn't know from experience. But – you can't call them the dumb fucking sons anymore because <laughs> they're about to win a championship before the process Sixers did. So I'm saying the dumb fucking sons for 12 years because they missed the playoffs 12 straight years. Sons are going to the championship before the Sixers did. Chris Paul, Yeah. So he just won, James Jones just won executive of the year. And yeah. So I bring that up because now we have the dumb fucking Sacramento Kings who have the longest playoff drought in the entire, in all four major sports, they missed the playoffs 13 straight years. They have the longest playoff trail. 13 years out of the playoffs. Harrison Barnes or Buddy Heald. 
Again, I feel like both of those names we've been talking about forever, too. Plus Stallone, right? Plus some kind of pick. Let's see what picks they have. Because they're too bad to give up one of their own picks, but they don't have anybody else's pick. Maybe, like, I don't know, a 2025 pick or something. I'd rather have Harrison Barnes and Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald I'd like as a complimentary piece next to Ben for the shooting, but I don't like him as a replacement for Ben. I don't really like it at all. I think there's other. I think we would Delone get more from could, other teams. Okay. I do. I that's my that's my reason why. So it's not of, a bad idea. Out of all these trades, which ones do you like the most? Which ones do I like the most? Well, I know you're gonna say Dame, Zach Levine, and Neil. <laughs> yes. Okay. Aside from those three, is there any that stood out? Um. I know you like the Utah one. We said. I feel like the Lakers surprised me. So putting my sending Ben Simmons to the Lakers just like he wants behind me, I, I really yeah, like Kuzma that. Yeah, socks, KCP but socks. I feel like, but I feel like they would work for the Sixers. Like, clearly this year showing how well the Hawks are playing. Like, And even the Suns. Like, I don't think either of them have the best players in the league on their teams. I just think it's the fit of the players that they do have and that it's working. And well, the I, Hawks are super deep. But that's but I feel like it's not about necessarily having all these like amazing star players like the Nets, they lost. Yeah. So if we're going by just the yeah, players, they lost on, mostly because of injuries. But if we whatever, but if we're still going by just players on a paper, they would win, and I don't think they're going to. But look at the Jazz. Better. The Jazz had two guys out when they're running for six man of the year, so they really go seven deep. Yes. And they had the best record in the league. I know they lost because. Mike Conley, I think they also lost because of injury and because Gobert's a strong. But I just but. feel like if you get the right players together, that's what wins, not necessarily the absolute best. So I actually think Kuzma would work on our team. Again, you're talking about him like he's played horrible forever. He was pretty bad this year. He was pretty he's bad. Close, <laughs> but, I mean, he's actually okay at defense now. Um, I know you said no to the answer, Russell. You kind of like Kemba. DeRozan. Kemba, I really if the Spurs were to give DeJounte Murray and Derek White, I'd jump on that in a second. Yeah. I can't imagine them doing it. No, Kemba I really do like if it's normal Kemba and not this Kemba. Even if it's the yeah, even if it's 32-year-old small guard Kemba. But. I do like the idea of Jimmy Butler, for, but I don't think that'll happen. No. But I do like the idea of my trade for that. And we like the Cavs one a little bit. The Cavs one's kind of cool. Colin Sexton, you know, is a god who can score. I think that kind of reminds me of the Lakers trade a little bit, that you're getting not the absolute best players, but you're getting players that could really fit into our system and make well, it Well, yeah, work. Torian Prince could defend on the wing. Larry Ants could defend on the wing or play big. Yeah. As Embiid's backup center, he could do both. So then what? You have Embiid, Tobias, Colin Sexton, assuming you've signed Danny Green and Seth Curry as your starting five. Then you bring Larry Nance, Torian Prince... Off the bench. Yeah, it's okay. Maxi, Shake. I think we go big or go home. So, yeah, that's, again, adding death pieces and you're adding someone, a uh, god who can score and replacing Ben with them. So, okay. Any other Ben Simmons standard before we go? I would just like to say that when I was at my camp growing up, my D camp, I got, we did like a summer Olympics thing and I got a silver, it was either silver or bronze, I don't know, the silver or bronze medal for shooting free throws. 
and I definitely shot over 50% of them. So I think I would be a good addition to the Philadelphia 76ers in replacement of Ben Simmons because I could shoot free throws, and I definitely would have been able to make that layup too. No, you don't need to be able to shoot the layup. The and that's Hawks a are, layup. Hawks are beating the Hawks by 33. Yep. Holy shit, the Hawks are thugs. So are we. Yeah, we lost to them. So, And it's Ben Simmons' fault. That's why we're recording this podcast. So, okay. This concludes this episode of the NBA Able Podcast. Rainy review me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at the underscore NBA And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And hopefully next time we record, Ben Simmons is no longer a sixer, but I think this is going to be a drawn-out summer and... He's might get, he might not get traded till like, it depends. If you do a signing trade for someone, then they're going to have to do it around free agency. But they might not be doing anything until next season at the trade deadline, for all we know. Oh, I can't deal with that. So we'll have to see. Hopefully, at least we get Kyle Lowry in the process. I think that's basically a done deal. I think that would be really exciting. Like, he's from here. I Like, how cool would that be? Imagine if you were a basketball player, Steven. Like, Imagine being given the opportunity to play on the team that you grew up watching. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, he could go to Miami, and he's the godfather of Jimmy Butler's child, so for whatever weight that holds, the godfathership gives you the right to play there, I guess. Yeah. Okay. This concludes this episode of the NBA Able Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys, and Alex and I will talk to you next time. Bye.